Right, welcome back to the Roundtable Sports Podcast, where we talk about our personal athletic journeys. Today, we're talking about the physical requirements. I'm Rob, and with me here is Jay, Rutuk, and Gonzalo. Uh, today, in more detail, we're going to be talking about how there are different requirements that athletes need to be able to compete in their specific sports. Today, we're going to focus on more physical requirements. For example, the different training involved in each sport, the coordination of skills that you will need, and the diet you will need to keep up with. Um, so for, for lacrosse, uh, I know in the morning we lift during the season, um, all season, all season's a whole different thing. Um, but during the season we lift in the mornings, um, and then we practice about 12 to three, um, and so pretty much throughout the whole practice, there's running drills, different uh, footwork and all of that. Um, and then pretty much we end up our practice by doing a lot of sprints and a lot of uh, conditioning. Um, and uh, like we need to do that just because, I mean, in a lacrosse game, you're pretty much running up and down the whole time. I mean, unless you're a goalie, but. Would you, would you be doing that in the. Like in the se- like in the season, or this is like in preseason. Yeah, so during the season, we pretty much do the same thing. Um, I know we kind of take it light if we have a lot of games that week, um, but off season is pretty much uh, really hammering the conditioning just to keep everyone on track. Yeah. Yeah, like basketball is like the same. I know a lot of a lot of high schools and most colleges they have. Uh, lifting in the morning and then you go eat breakfast too whatever it's like really early go eat breakfast and go to your classes and after that then you have the practice conditioning and then more more weight training and lifting so that's like most of your day just you know mandatory things you have to do like everything in basketball or school and then after that then it's when you do whatever else but it's kind of the same for most sports but yeah some, it's, yeah yeah and soccer uh, and soccer they um so like in the preseason, you would talk, you would do a lot of more fitness and a lot of running drills. So like, so your fitness is up for the season, and then when you're in season, it's like um, a lot of the session is technical stuff because since you're fit, they get your fitness up, and then they look at your technical. But if your fitness isn't where they want you to be, they'll you'll have to focus on that before you start working on skills with everyone. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I agree. I think that every sport at a high level is like it requires a, a good physical condition. Uh, in tennis, it's like you need to be prepared because it's a very complex sport uh, where you need to use almost all the physical aspects of your body. So, like um, players need to be prepared to play uh, long matches at a very high intensity. Like that's the reason why tennis players like practice a lot, a lot of hours like per day at the gym. And, and in the courts trying to get stronger. Yeah, I'd say, like, all of the sports that we play are pretty much endurance sports. <laughs> so a lot of, lot of conditioning and endurance type of stuff. Um, I know, like, I, I mean, lacrosse players are not really, like, like, they don't look like bodybuilders, you know? Like, they're not yes. huge. They're... Because once you, you once you get too big, I mean, you lose a lot of range of motion. And yeah, I know speed. for lacrosse, you need all that motion. Yeah. 
Yeah, like most people, like when they see like pro athletes, they see they're ripped or they're, they're mm-hmm. jacked. And like it's yeah. not it's not all about being big. It's like a lot of it if, to be good at a sport. I know a lot of people that play sports that don't look like they're you know they don't look like an athlete, but they yeah. have they have the skill and they put in the practice and all that kind of stuff. And so yeah, it's like not all about lifting and having the biggest biceps and the yeah. strongest legs. It's about you know skill and stuff like that. And like oh yeah, sure. In the in the sport that you have to move more, like you can be very <laughs> very big because it's more difficult to move fast and all the stuff um some sports you need to be like more athletics than yeah the other one. yeah yeah like coordination is a big thing like and different sports are different different needs like basketball you need a lot of hand-eye coordination to be quick and stuff like that and then soccer is a whole different thing use your feet so some people can be you know great athlete in basketball but can't dribble can't shoot do any of that in soccer you know what i mean and like Like I said, every sport's different. So, like, I remember, like, like Michael Jordan, he played basketball. He's one of the greatest basketball players ever to play. And mm-hmm. he, ret- he retired for, like, two years, went to go play pro baseball, and his body was just – it was just different muscles they used. So, like, he had to he had to do different exercises and change his body back into baseball. And then when he came back out of retirement, back into the NBA, like, he was just wasn't the same because his muscles that he used for basketball just weren't there. You know what I mean? He, he put in a lot of hours – Uh, while he was f- filming on the movie Space Jam, he like had his own yeah. pers- his own personal gym on the set, so he'd get his body back into you know basketball body. Yeah, so he had he had to change how he played because of how he tran like the transition from baseball. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not just you know go to lift, get a big chest, get triceps and all that. You'll be good at every sport. You have to a certain sports. You need to know what you need. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like um, there's a video of like. The Rock, which is he's huge and he's jacked, yeah. trying to like swing a golf club, yeah, and he can't like, yeah, and it's it's, it's all about that. Um, and like with lacrosse, like people think it's like easy to pick up or something like that, but I know like the good lacrosse players have been playing since youth into into college now. Like you need like eight, 10 years of experience to mm-hmm. actually be able to throw it and catch it and use your stick um, in the right way. And it it all relies on the coordination and the hand-eye uh, yeah. coordination with that. Yeah, because, yeah, physicality, like being an athlete, yeah, athleticism will only get you so far. Yeah. So you need to be able to, like in certain skills, you can be, like basketball, you can be seven foot, but If you can't move, yeah, if you yeah. don't have that coordination, exactly. Yeah, and also you can see that in the best players in the world. Like you in tennis, you you see that Novak Djokovic is the best player in the world, and he's uh, he's not very big, you know, like uh, <laughs> and he's the best one. So you have a lot of, a lot of examples to see. Yeah, you notice that like a lot of NBA players will see, oh, he's seven foot, oh, he's this and that. Oh, why isn't he playing a lot of minutes? Why isn't he running so fast? Because like taller people or just like bigger people, they They can run out of energy faster. They're using a lot yeah. more energy. And, like, when people, like, who are tall, oh, I want to play basketball. Maybe they're just not coordinated enough. You know what I mean? Just because you're tall doesn't mean you have to play basketball. Just because you're, you know, fast means you have to play soccer. You know, stuff like that kind of gets me mad. You know, I, I know some friends that are, like, six-something, and they get asked all the time, oh, you play basketball? And they're like, no. Just because I'm tall doesn't mean I have to play basketball. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's why, like, Giannis or, like, KD, they're, like, seven foot tall, but they move so quick. That's why they're – 
they're like one of the best players yeah, in the league because really good. Yeah, because they have the height and not like usually people that tall are slower, and mm-hmm. they're not. You know what I mean? So they have a big advantage on people. Yeah, yeah. yeah the coordination skills is very important. At least in tennis, it's uh, it's important because you you need to you need to coordinate like the movement the movement on on court. Uh, like your your body is like moving in every direction while you are playing. Yeah. And you you have to make like swings at the same time that you have to keep the balance to hit the ball, so it's it's a uh, it's more important than being big, you know, like the coordination and skills. Yeah, for for like a soccer player, they would you have to have the coordination, you got to have the skills as well as you got to have the vision to look on mm-hmm. the field. You have yeah. to be able to. Yeah. You need to be able to play like yourself, and then. Be good enough to look up and see where other, everyone else is on the field. Yeah. Yeah. So, I had uh, an interview with my lacrosse uh, captain here, which is I mean he's the lead uh, lead guy on our team. So let me play that. All right. So. This down. How many years have you been playing lacrosse? So I started in fourth grade. So what's that? Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven years. This is my eleventh year, I think. Okay. And so, have you always played uh, defense, or did you move around? So when I first started, I played attack, and then. That whole year I played attack, and the next year around halfway, like since I was like pretty bad, everybody played every position, so like I played a little midi, and then my third year I officially picked up a deep hole and started playing uh, close defense, and then I was close defense till like tenth grade, and then I was back and forth between close and uh, LSM. Okay. Um. And so, since you played multiple positions, what uh, what position do you think has to be in the best shape? So, I mean, I think LSM has actually like held me to the like highest standard of making sure I'm in shape, just because like I know I need to be able to run and like get on and off in an instant. And I'm going to be matched up against like quicker guys, so I think that like the possibility of playing that position has helped me stay in the best shape. Because, like, defense, yeah, I got to be quick, but there's not as much running around. So. Okay, yeah. Um, and so is it hard for people who have not been playing the sport for a long time just to jump into it? I mean, I think it was a lot harder in high school for kids to jump in because I think in high school it's kind of like a real – like, you're on this team and we need to compete because we have a standard to meet. But I think, especially in club now, in college, it's really easy for guys. Like, we have two guys on the team, like JT and uh, Dylan, who just kind of joined and never played before. But since we're all, like, just here to have fun and not really, like, feel like we need to win or show off in school, I think yeah. it's easier for us to kind of work these guys into the system. And I think it's easier for everyone to try and, like, teach each other, too. So... Now, and in the situation that we're in, I don't think it's very hard. Yeah, okay. Um, and so what kind of physical condition do field players need to be into to 
um, like excel their game or to play the game? So I think a lot of it, it's like a, just like an endurance aspect of being able to like, because lacrosse, I mean, for the most part, except like when, when a goal is scored, that's a stoppage of play. But other than that, like a turnover and you're instantly racing to the other end of the field. So I think it's just your ability to like pace yourself and like know how far you can keep pushing yourself. But then even when you are tired or winded, like being able to just like get that another sprint or two in. So it also comes to like a mental conditioning aspect of like being able to kind of overcome your body telling you to stop and being able to be like, I need to go, I need to go. So overall, just like endurance and then just like being able to overcome your own self-doubt or being tired or something. Um, okay. And then, so what different skills are involved in playing lacrosse? Hmm. I mean, I guess that's a, that's a big question to yeah, answer. I think a lot of it. <laughs> like uh, the ability to like, I think the, the most important part of lacrosse and like skill wise is just being able to work with your team because like you could be the most skilled like stick handler or shooter, but mm-hmm. if you're on the field and you don't work well with your team, like you're not going to be successful at all. So I think your ability to like kind of feed off your team members and figure out your strengths and their strengths and just figuring out how your system is going to function the most effectively is like the most important aspect. But then obviously like, being conditioned and um, having like proper stick skills because that comes down to if you can't pass the ball or like pick up a ground ball or something, if you can't score a goal or move up and down the field. So yeah. other than like the basic fundamentals of like stick skills and being able to run, I think it's comes down to being able to work with your team and not kind of being like stubborn on the field. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then, so my last question is in high school, why was it so hard for people to just start playing their first year or something like that? I think in high school it was more difficult because at least I know from my high school, like if you were on the team in high school, you were playing since youth. Mm-hmm. So you felt like all these guys have been playing together and have been kind of involved with the sport for so long that for you to just join now and have no skill set, even if you we're going to be the same like caliber as the other players. It just felt like you were such an outsider Mm -hmm. and you were playing like a real team and representing like your school. So it was kind of more pressure to feel good. And then it's also like, you feel like you, if you're going to play a sport in high school, you need to be good because you'll get made fun of or whatever. Even if it's not true, it's that thought in your head. So I think that's what makes it a lot harder is like all the pressure that's on you and like all the parents come to games and stuff or now it's like we're just here to have fun. It's less of a competition and more of just doing something that we all like to do. All right. All right. So that was an interview from Kyle Malone, our lacrosse captain of the team. Um, We touched on like different aspects, different uh, physical requirements of lacrosse. Um, and then like one thing I thought when he said, uh, like the most conditioned, uh, position on the team, I thought it would be like a midi cause they, they're up and down the field the whole time. Um, his, like LSM, which is the long stick midi, they're doing the same thing. Um, so I could see both ways there. Yeah, I played uh, 
in high school and growing up, I, well, growing up I played defense, but high school I played midfield, and that was a lot of running. Yeah, um, it was so much running. You play offense and defense. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, I know what you mean by that. And I, I honestly, I played as a, a kid because my dad wanted me to. You know, mm-hmm. he, he's he's born in Africa, so he played soccer growing up. So he wanted me to play. But as I got older, I didn't like it that much. You know what I mean, but I just kept playing it just to just to stay in shape for basketball. Yeah, and I, I I made a lot of friends, and I still like the game, which is I don't know, it wasn't that good. You know what I mean? I wasn't. I was just a role player. It wasn't like a yeah. Wasn't anything more than that. Um, yeah, so that was a good interview. Um, so, I mean, to keep these healthy bodies, most athletes watch what they eat and make, uh, like, good choices on the food that they put in their body because if you're just working out and running or something like that and you're not, like, putting in good fuel, like, you're not going to put yeah. in – um, oh, yeah. terrible gas into like a race car, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> keeping exactly. a healthy body is key. I think that if uh, if the athletes don't do not like have a good diet to cover all the calories that they are using in their matches through trainings, then they can like face some injuries or they can't give uh, their best performance. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they can put it all in practice and then you know, not lose any weight or not get any faster or not gain any muscle because they're just not putting in that extra, little extra time just cut down on the diet. And a lot of people don't really realize that. Like, they just see what they're doing. They don't see what they're doing behind, behind. like, I don't know. I know I've seen LeBron's diet one time. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but it was crazy. Like, he just, he, he ate, like, no, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that you think, like, oh, yeah, I eat that every day, but some of these pro athletes don't even touch it. And people just take that for advantage, kind of like take it. It's like it's more of a privilege than like most people think. Yeah, yeah it's like, sacrifice um, a lot just just to you know entertain some people. You know what I mean? And play this yeah, it's, love. Um, like JJ Watt. Like you know how big that guy is. Yeah. Um, like so, I think the health thing is two thousand or two thousand dollars uh, calories a a day is like what you should hit, and. This man, like, went on and said, like, I eat 10,000 calories a day just because of how big he is and how, like, yeah. what he has to do in a day. Yeah. And that, like, it all cancels out. Like, the amount he's pushing himself, like, that, those 10,000 calories are going to feel that, like, so he's able to do that. Because if he didn't have that much, he'd burn out and he, he wouldn't be as good as he is. He had no energy, yeah. Oh yeah, a lot of people hear ten thousand calories and they think, how do how does he eat that much and yeah. still look like that? But they don't see, but they what also don't realize that? that he's training like that mm-hmm. much more than everyone else. Like that's how, like when they get to that level, they eat so much and so healthy. And they are, as you said, like you don't put, I don't know, you don't put a uh, terrible tr- gas in a supercar. So yeah. Yeah, when people hear a lot of calories, they just automatically assume, oh, he's eating McDonald's, eating burgers. Yeah. No, it's actually calories are in all food, but it's good calories. It's the stuff he needs. He has they have mostly have like um people that tell them like have like meal plans for them and people that tell mm-hmm. them what's good, what's not good and over time they just know what not to eat, what to stay away from and Yeah. 
I think that when you play at a very high level, like the difference in the game is it's so small that they try to make a difference like in in other aspects like like the food that they that that they eat. Uh, I think that's more important than because the, the game it's very similar. Probably they have the same level, but if they have a a, a better diet, they can make a, a difference. Yeah, it's a it's a whole other thing they got to invest in. It's a mm -hmm. it's a whole the small things you got to invest in because that helps with your recovery as well. So you don't like you doing putting that extra effort and investing in someone to give you a really good meal plan is what help, what helps you from being an average to an average or a good player to being a great player. Yeah, sacrifice. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's it's meats, greens, and proteins, pretty much. That's gonna take up all those calories. Um, and it's not like it's not no fast food, even though they have, like, they have tons of calories in fast food because it's bad for you. <laughs> um, but yeah, like JJ Watt's thing is is like, I'd say like four thousand calories of meat, and then. Uh, like I don't know, like three thousand more protein and the rest and like greens and stuff like that. Like it's good stuff that you put in your body, not a Big Mac from McDonald's every yeah. twenty minutes. You know exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, athletes go through hard training and must like they have to keep up with these intense diets to keep their physical form. Um, ultimately, though, the coordination skill of each player is going to determine your playing time. Yeah. Um, so, but, uh, I think that's good. Um, thank you guys for listening to our podcast. We really appreciate it. Uh, tune in tomorrow for Gonzalez interview with one of his coaches for a special inside look at the tennis team at Kutztown.